Today's devotion comes from Luke chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. He asked them, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way that they were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish just as they died. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good, but if not, you can cut it down. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and she began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, There are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, be set free, unbound from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things that he was doing. There were some present at that very time. Time is kairos. So let's put that in context here. There were some present at that very Kairos moment. In referencing how people know how to, um, to tell the changes in weather just a few verses ago, but that people don't know how to discern the present time, this introduction is critically important. Do we discern the Kairos? These are Kairos moments for Jesus' followers. Now the crowds tell him about outrageous suffering by some Galileans and how the tyrant Pilate mingled their blood with their sacrifices. Why is this happening at this time? What did these people do to suffer like this? Jesus says, these Galileans were no worse sinners than the others. But unless you repent, you will all die as they died. Jesus then relays a story about uh, a news report about 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them in Jerusalem. And Jesus says, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. 
Jesus then also tells a parable about a barren fig tree. The owner wants to cut it down. And the gardener says, give it another year. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Bearing fruit would have been understood in Jesus' day as true repentance. That is how we bear fruit, is through repentance, through humility, through submission. God's justice is not at stake, Jesus is saying. God is not this capricious judge who delights in punishing certain sinners with a greater judgment. The significance of these stories is not in how they died, but in the call for all of the people to repent. That is the Kairos. These are calls to repentance and to faith and to obedience. Jesus is teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. A woman who had a spirit that had crippled her, had her bent over for 18 years, entered the synagogue. And Jesus called her over and he laid his hands on her and immediately she stood up straight and began to praise God, for she had been healed. This prompted a debate between the ruler of the synagogue and Jesus over the observance of the Sabbath. Here Jesus takes the initiative in this healing. He speaks to her, a woman, directly. He touches her, a woman, and all of this in a synagogue on the Sabbath. You might say that Jesus had three strikes against him as far as the leader of the synagogue was concerned. But this mighty work of God, this mighty act of God, is responded to with praise for God by this woman. The healing provokes the controversy, and the leader of the synagogue is indignant. He cannot get over himself. His argument has religious backing. Obviously, you were not to work on the, on the Sabbath day. He opens a public debate with Jesus in front of everyone at the synagogue. And his defense of the Sabbath would have found approval by many in attendance. But Jesus' response is equally forceful and is based on scriptural interpretation. He begins by identifying them as hypocrites, much as he did the Pharisees earlier. Jesus is not just charging them with legalism, but he is charging them with this misinterpretation of scripture. He is highlighting how they have selective uses of scripture with their interpretations. And that selective use of scriptural interpretation keeps the present mission and kingdom of God hidden from them. Jesus is revealing it, but they are blind and they cannot see. They are, an unab they are unable to discern the time, the kairos, through repentance. Jesus highlights a reasonable accommodation that they all do to care for their animals on the Sabbath. They all untie their ox or their donkey and lead it to water. Jesus is saying, would you not do the same, if not even more, for a woman of Abraham by unbinding her? 
on uh, from from Satan and and the, the crippling back that she's suffered from, even if it is on the Sabbath? How is this woman of Abraham different than your ox or your donkey? They're both bound, and they both need to be unbound. Jesus is challenging the power of Satan. And those who challenge Jesus and claim that he has violated the Sabbath law have not discerned the time, the kairos. As a matter of fact, their use of the law for themselves, but not for the woman, they use it for their care of their animals, but not for the woman. This act actually, um, this misinterpretation actually gives power to Satan and to his dominion. By contrast, the people join the woman in rejoicing and praising God. And that, my friends, is why we pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Are you ready to discern the time? Do you hear the call of repentance and faith? I pray that God blesses your reflection upon this devotion and God blesses your day.